guys, welcome to another episode of the Hangout Podcast. We are here to hang out with you. Um, I believe this is episode nine. I can't quite remember though, so I guess we'll you'll see in the title. Yeah, at this point, they know more than we do. They do so. seriously. Um, but welcome back. It is February. We're super stoked about that. Um, we're rocking and rolling. So, who are you? This yeah, voice? my name is Steve. Uh, pleasure to be here with you guys. Um, yeah. I'm a, a pastor here at Foothills Christian Church in the Treasure Valley of Idaho, and yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah, I'm Jordan. Uh, I'm the family ministry assistant, also in Idaho, Treasure Valley, Foothills Christian Church. So um, it's always a fun time here in Idaho, honestly. Um, shout out Idahoans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to start as we normally do with our Coffee and Supply Co. mug with Would You Rathers. I got some in here for us. Okay, first one. Would you rather have a hook for a hand or a peg for a leg? Kind of rhymed. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was a rhyme. Uh, I would rather have a hook for a hand. Yeah, me too. Is it interchangeable? No. You're just stuck for life. I think uh, science and innovations could like swap nope. it around like to make some tongs out of it or something. Nope. It's just a hook. I would just do my left hand. I could still... You don't get a choice. Like, <clears throat> okay, I'd still do my hands because you can't okay. run with a peg, you know? And most things I do involve running. I don't know why we're resorted to like pirate <laughs> times uh, form of fixing like this, this issue of losing a limb. <laughs> Because it is what like, it is. Science has brought us quite far. Well, in, in this in this scenario, science doesn't exist. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're a science denier. Sorry if that was a really <laughs> loud noise. I just hit the mic with a cup. I'm, just to clear my name, I'm not a science denier. Okay. Well, let's see. Uh, do you believe in aliens? <laughs> That's no way. That's what it says. Do you? Know? <laughs> no. uh, would you rather have to wash your hands every five minutes or never be able to wash your hands, like wash your hair again? Oh, every five minutes, hands. Every Absolutely. Five minutes? Yeah, I would totally. Just keep a little wash station <laughs> next to me. Carry a bowl of water. That seems like it would be very. Uh, yeah, I would not do that. I would go for hair. I could not. I have long hair. It would not work. Yeah, I think Jesus had long hair also. Do you think he ever washed his hair? I think it got washed. With what? Does this mean like your hair can't get wet? I don't know. Or you know. can't use shampoo? Because I don't think Jesus can't used shampoo. Can't use shampoo. I don't Let's think he that. used shampoo. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he did. See, here's my theory. The more you wash your hair, the more oily... Uh, oil it produces. Yeah, I agree. Because it's like, hey, your hair needs this. Yeah. But the less you wash your hair, the less it, it produces grease and gets greasy. Yeah. Because it's already like, hey, I'm at a good level right now. Yeah, well, that's the thing, actually. Girls will, like, train their hair. But you have to let it be oily for, like, two weeks. Because there's some people that wash their hair every day, and that's really bad for your hair. Mm -hmm. My hair, though, is naturally dry, so it doesn't really get oily so it's not really an issue for yeah, me my hair's kind of perfect it's I don't not have that kind of perfect uh have. no wow but um yeah i just i don't i would not like that so i can't well even if your hair is naturally dry so it's not even getting oily well eventually it gets oily but it's just gross like the buildup on your scalp that's gross stop talking no people that's are, that's literally what are, happens are like throwing up no right they're not they agree all the girls know it happens. Like if you go like a week without washing your hair, sometimes I'm like, Ooh, that needs to be washed. 
that's when I wear like when you when you go to scratch your head and then it's like oh yeah, look it's at like, your uh, nails. no gross. but that's when I do slick back buns is when I need to wash my hair okay would you rather give up pizza forever or never eat fries again so never have pizza or never have fries this one's really easy for me I would rather never have fries you'd rather never have fries yeah I'm not a huge fry girl chick-fil-a fries go hard I will eat yeah. those yeah it, but but sweet I potato fries? Sweet potato fries are so those good. Are good. They're good, but I'd rather have pizza than those. I don't get those. So enough. it's either I have to give up pizza or I have to give up fries. Yeah. Oof. Okay, I think I'd be fries. Yeah. Give up fries. Yeah. Okay. That's valid. And yeah, potatoes in general, not gonna lie. Everyone when I moved to Idaho was like hyping up the potatoes and I was like, these don't taste any better than these taste like dirt still. <laughs> so <laughs> where they're grown. So I know. <laughs> uh yeah, I think I think honestly, I heard that Idaho gets most of its potatoes from California. Yeah, that, so that's your I fault. Heard that too. <laughs> uh, that's funny. It wasn't really, but okay. Uh, <laughs> would you rather always have to wear heavy boots or never be able to wear shoes? <laughs> these were, I think we're scraping the bottom of the barrel with these. Uh, uh, never wear sh oh shoes or foot coverings or foot accessories. So I have to wear. Heavy boots. Heavy boots or no shoes. Do you forever. mean heavy boots like like work boots? Yeah, like, like heavy combat duty? boots or like heavy. Oh, okay. Uh, I would just boots, I, thought, I guess. I thought it was just like with weights or extra. <laughs> no, I, I'd say boots, I guess. Because wintertime in the snow, it would be a little unfortunate to be barefoot. But then you can't wear chacos in the summer. You have to yeah. wear your Doc Martens instead. <laughs> it's just yeah. like goofy, but that's okay. I don't know what I would do for this. I'm just going to say I would never wear shoes because sandals yeah. aren't shoes. Well, if we're going with that line of thought, then I would never wear shoes. If we didn't live in Idaho, it would be way easier. If we were in, like, California, it'd be like, oh, never wear shoes. But you think about, like, this year, it only would have been, like, a week yeah. where it was terrible. That's true. So. Okay. Next one. Oh, and they have a couple, two more in oh, here. Two more. Okay. Would you rather have an unlimited gift card for Chick-fil-A yes. or Costa Vida? Chick-fil-A. Like, okay, you kind of do, though. Don't you have, like, so many points? Quiet. Okay. <laughs> no one quiet. knows about those. <laughs> uh, yeah, how about you? Uh, Chick-fil-A all the way. Okay. What about, what's the what, Chipotle? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say, you chose one that you don't really care about. Although, uh, Costa Vida sweet pork burritos. That's why I chose it because you mentioned this. It beats <laughs> out Chipotle 100% of the time. No, That's not even a hot take. We've I think about I would choose before. Chipotle over Chick-fil-A because Chipotle is a more efficient choice for me because it lasts two meals. And I know it's only a gift matter. card. But yeah. let me also say Chick-fil-A kind of hurts my stomach. Like, the past few, like, maybe the past the, nine months. No. I you get, just get the grilled chicken? I get eight-count grilled chicken, fries, Dr. Pepper, Polynesian sauce and Chick-fil-A sauce. Probably the Dr. Pepper that's hurting you. I think it is, honestly. but You should get Dr. Pepper when you go to Chipotle next time and see if you have I the do. same result. You and, do? And I'm fine most of the time. How much soda do you but drink? I don't really. I honestly don't drink that much soda. Well, anymore. But, when but I like do, you were Pepper. coming to the office with like Chipotle every other week. Oh, no, it was every week, actually. Every week. It was every okay. Monday. <laughs> I'm not supposed to talk in absolutes. Um, well, so. it was every Monday over the summer. So that was an accurate descriptor. Bad. Okay, your turn. Okay, last one. Would you rather live on a tropical island or in a mountain town? Oh, uh, that's hard. I don't know. What would you rather do? 
Uh, does the tropical island have mountains? Sure, it could be like Hawaii. So did you say Kauai or Hawaii? Hawaii. Because isn't both of them a place? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't know. Hawaii. Yeah. Um, right now, this is not my usual answer, but right now I see tropical island, but I also, it could be because we're in the middle of winter. And so That's I'm just true. like, oh, it would be really nice to be so warm year round. Yeah. But yeah. I love the mountains. You would never get, if you were on tropical island, I don't know how much skiing you would get in. Yeah. Also, like, if there's not mountains, you can't hike or anything, which would be kind of unfortunate for me. So, I don't know. That one's a mystery. I, would, I think tropical island would be cool. Because then you got the ocean. Coconuts. Although, swimming in mountain lakes is probably better than the ocean. Uh, It depends. Uh, <laughs> the ocean, you just have to know how to swim in it. Yeah, I don't swim well. I sink well. Oh, yeah, then you probably would yeah. not like the ocean. <laughs> and and most of my ocean experience is the Oregon coast, oh. which is just, like, cold. Uh, although like, I have been in the, uh, what's that uh, ocean by Haiti? It was warm. I don't know which ocean it is, but the or- there's a reason warm, they call it the weird. coast and not the beach in Oregon because it's not, like, the beach that you want to go sit at and play at. It's a coast that you just wow. walk on. Hard flex to all you Oregonians. Yeah. Sorry. Seriously. Anyways, all right, well, there you go. There's some would-you-rathers. Y'all should let us know some questions you want us to answer next time. That would be fun, or maybe we'll take a poll at youth group or something. That could be really fun. Um, But today, we are talking about talking. Oh, man, I just spilled water on my leg. I knew, like, maybe you'll take out the soot that's on your pants. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Um, Maybe. No, but today we're talking about talking, or really, like, our words, and I think we have a few different things we could go into about this. I don't know. Where where do you want to start with this? Uh, yeah, words matter. Words matter. They do matter. Um, like, I thought about, like, like swearing that I, I was like, oh, <laughs> and then beeping out something. Yeah. But I, honestly, it's just not in me. I can't bring myself I to know. do it. So it was not going to happen. Uh, it would have been a good transition, though. It would have. Um, yeah. Okay. So we're talking about, we're talking about. Uh, talking about words. Words. Yeah. Word. Just word. Okay. Uh, so there's a few different ways to go about this. How do you want to start? Like bad words, good words, well, neutral words, okay, sticks I, and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I kind That's of, false. I think of this in two ways. There's the words that you speak to other people, and there's the words that you speak to yourself. And both are important, and we have instruction mm-hmm. for both like ways of how we speak in those ways. So I think we first focus on like speaking to other people. And if we need to do part two on like your words yourself, we can, or if that works this way, that's awesome too. So words that you speak to other people. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, did you, did you grow up with that six and stones thing? Yeah. Uh, Did you, do you think it was real? Wait, was it six and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt me. Right. Yeah. Uh, Do I think it's real? No, words hurt me. Yeah, so, isn't that just words like... Words actually hurt me really deeply as a kid. It's like, so, where did that come from? Yeah, I know. Who who, uh, who came with that? No, I, I think that's so, so wrong. And I think the Bible really speaks on that. Like in Proverbs 18, you have the power of death or life in your tongue. Mm-hmm. Like, so what you speak to other people can kill them or build them up, metaphorically speaking, which is a wild, wild power that we have with, mm-hmm. our, with our words. Yeah, well, and James talks about uh, the tongue being... Um, like so powerful, like the, like so, for such a small thing, like a rudder on a ship, a rudder is like pretty small and what's, what's used to steer a ship. Um, but it can direct the whole thing. Yeah. And so it's like your tongue has, has power. So use that for, use that for good. Um, 
I mean, it's, it's like so many things in our world. You can, other things that we have, we can use for good or we can use for bad. Mm-hmm. Um, even like, like phones, like we, we bash phones all the time and talk about how terrible they are, but I mean, you can use that for good oh, totally. in so many ways. Um, it's the same thing with your tongue. Like they can do extreme damage to people yeah. or they can do extreme good for people. And so you got to be careful on, on what you're, what you're doing. Uh, yeah. Boom. Boom. Podcast done. Um, no, I, I think that is so important. And what comes out of your mouth is what is in your heart realistically. And so I think we have to evaluate. Maybe you disagree with that. No, I was trying to think like, uh, Proverbs three twenty three. I think. Yeah. Something Uh, like that. Yeah. We gotta get better about our references in Proverbs. Um, Guard your heart for it is the wellspring oh, of life. Oh, yes. And yeah. really, it's true. Like, when we think about what we're speaking, most of the time it goes to something deeper in your heart. And so it's a good thing to evaluate your words. And, like, it all comes down to, like, why am I saying what I'm saying? And I think even in that, we can go specifically into cussing with that. Because mm-hmm. um, I think that's something that a lot of Christians really overlook in today's day and age because it's so normalized to cuss. Sorry, I was just looking up the... the okay, I thought you were disagreeing, and I was like, feel free to disagree. No, but I think it. that that's something that people just let slip so easily in their hearts and their minds and their words. And my personal take is you should never cuss as a Christian. Like, mm-hmm. I believe it's sinful. I believe you're not living set apart. I think that it is um, just not holy a holy way to speak to other people, and it also affects your witness as a Christian, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's tough because you even look at the... Uh, where Paul says, like, all things are permissible, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, okay, so we have permission to do every single thing, but not all things are beneficial. Yeah. And that fall, it definitely falls into that. It's like, uh, I don't think that you will, I don't think that you'll uh, lose your salvation by swearing, mm-hmm. but it's definitely going against a lot of other things. Uh, Ephesians 4.29, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is beneficial for uh, building others up according to their needs. Mm-hmm. As you are, are using your words to tear people down, which is typically what swearing is for, typically. Sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's just to look cool, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I, I never, I mean, I thank God I never had an issue with it. Yeah. And so I don't quite understand. It's like, why are you even, are you just doing it to, like, make yourself look yeah. good or whatnot? Um, but Ephesians says like to only use your words for what is beneficial for helping others, mm-hmm. not, not what is, what is going to make you look cool. Not what is going to, uh, push people down. So it lifts you up. I mean, that just goes against the, the gospel message altogether yeah. because Christ gave everything up to lift us up right. and in that he himself got glorified. So, um, yeah, it's not the, it's not the thing that we're supposed to follow, not the example we're supposed to follow. Yeah, and really, like, what is what is the point of cussing? And, like, I have heard the argument, like, well, it just has bad meanings because society makes it have bad meaning. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, that's exactly it. Like, because, because society has turned it into an unholy thing, us as Christians should not desire to partake in cussing. And I even think about, like, music. Like, I, praise the Lord, he sanctified me. I used to, like... I used to listen to music that was not good, like rap music and things that had a lot of cussing. And I would just sing the lyrics because I'm like, oh, it's just a song. Like, I'm just singing Mm -hmm. the lyrics. It doesn't actually mean anything. And again, like, praise the Lord for conviction and sanctification because I realized, I was like, this is not benefiting anyone. And I'm actually causing people when I'm driving other Christians to stumble because now they're listening to this music and singing these cuss words Mm -hmm. that I'm playing for them. And like, I'm 
enabling uh, now other people to let their words slip. And it just was really convicting. And um, I'm glad I don't listen to that music anymore. But it really is like, why? Like, why would I let myself have words that just don't even do anything beneficial to anyone around me? They just have honestly like dirty and filthy meaning. Like a mm -hmm. lot of those words, it's not like a pure and sweet meaning of these words. Like what they mean are like bad things. So even when we don't use them in bad ways, the meaning is still not holy. Mm -hmm. So why would I partake in that if I'm trying to follow the Lord? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, another another reason um, that I, I get for or that I hear for swearing is like it's a, a release of your anger, mm -hmm. a release of like... Like if you don't do it, then it, I mean, it's kind of like a pressure valve. Yeah. Like you got to let a little bit go when let, or otherwise you'll explode. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, yeah, I don't think that's a good, that's a good reason either. Right. Because yeah. um, then you're saying like something has power over you and you have to do this thing that's not wholesome or, or holy for you. It's not good for you. Um, and, and really going against Ephesians 4. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I have to do this thing. Otherwise, something worse will happen. And it's like, that's just a lie. That's a lie that you might tell yeah. yourself, uh, a lie that, that you have, have been led to believe. And I mean, I think that's just not a, not a healthy thing. We are supposed to, uh, one of the fruits of the spirit, if you're living life according to the spirit, one of them is self-control mm -hmm. and you should be able to control yourself and be like, no, I don't need to do this in order to, uh, let go of my anger. I don't need to, uh, hit that pressure switch and, and let out a swear word, uh, so I can keep my myself from exploding like yeah. that's that's not that's the lack of self-control it's it's true and like honestly to give the hard truth like i know christians who are like i just struggle with swearing like it just is what it is and i'm like then you should stop <laughs> like mm -hmm. as intense as that sounds it's like the lord is not calling you to speak that way like stop stop letting it be an excuse in your life like well it just is what it is like no if, if you're passionate about turning from every other sin your words should be part of that too. And that's so much more than just cussing. And like that, we can get into that too. I mean, it's mm -hmm. gossip. It's how joking, like so many ways that we speak are really, I just think the Lord's like, that's not my best for you guys as Christians. Mm -hmm. Like you're not reflecting me. And I don't know, this is talking about our thoughts, but I think it's really applicable to more than that. In Philippians, it says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Um, and I think it's beautiful because when we think about what's pure and true and lovely, we that comes out of our mouths. But when we're thinking, when we're filling our minds with things that are, aren't, that's going to come out. And that's what I mentioned with the music and honestly, like movies, media, I think that goes into joking. Like we talked a little bit before this podcast about crude joking or like suggestive joking. Mm -hmm. I think we get that from the media we intake, like TikTok. Really, like if you're a Christian, I don't think you should be on TikTok. And I get what I know, controversial, but I get the opinion like it can be used for good. But really, I just think there's so much on there that you're not being wise, honestly, mm -hmm. by having it. Um, and truly, like, even just flipping through those things, like I'll watch Facebook Reels, and sometimes I'm like, I gotta stop. What about when Facebook Reels has, has the TikTok TikToks. videos? No, I know that's why it's so bad, and you have to be so weary of all these things. But I like am like I just am not filling my mind with things that are 
of the Lord. Like, why mm-hmm. would I do that? Because it's going to come out. It's going to seep into my heart, and it will reflect in my words eventually. It's not a matter of if, but it is going to reflect in how I speak, whether that's joking around, gossiping, slander, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I looked it up. Proverbs 4, 23. Oh. one chapter off. Uh, this is the NIV translation. It says, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Mm. Um, other translation is, it's the wellspring of life. And, and I, I think I like this one because um, what you let into your heart is going to flow out. Yeah. Like if you're listening to, uh, listening to bad music, uh, watching movies that are not good, uh, I mean, you kind of like just desensitize yourself to that and it becomes a regular thing. And then out comes those things from your mouth, whether it's intentional, whether it's um, whether it's meant to be hurtful or not. Like, I mean, it just happens. It's the same thing with um, like you become the uh, the saying is like you become the sum of your five closest friends. Mm-hmm. Like those things just go in you. And whether they're good or not, those things become a part of what comes out of you as well. So guard yourself against that. Don't don't think like, oh, I'm listening to this music, but and and it, I'm not going to let it affect me. It, I mean, it is whether you see it or not, I think. Yeah, and that's a good point, too. It's an active guarding. Like, you're not just sitting passively. Like, for example, if you're in a friend group and all they do is gossip and slander others, but you're like, I don't partake in it, though, so yeah. I can just sit here. You're probably thinking in your mind slanderous thoughts, to be fully honest, especially, like, as girls and women. Like, we totally do that. But really, like, sitting in that group, like, that's going to seep into you whether you realize it or not. Like, you have to be actively on guard, whether that's saying, yo, like, let's let's just not talk like this, which is uncomfortable mm-hmm. for, like, two minutes and then people move on. Yeah. Or removing yourself or finding other friends or setting an example. Like, there's just so many ways to actively be on guard instead of just letting it seep in. And I think it's like a snowball effect with our words. Like we start letting some things come out of our mouths and soon enough, mm-hmm. like all we do is gossip and slander and have crude joking and all the things. And I don't know, this topic makes me think of Proverbs sixteen twenty four: Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. And I think that really points to like how we impact other people. Again, going with death and life in the power of our words, like, We can give like health and sweetness to people's souls and bodies. And like, that's, I want that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Why would I not want to be healthy? And like, I can bless people with my words or again, going back to, or I can bring death upon them. (laughs) Like, and the Bible's pretty clear. It's black or white. Like you're either bringing death or life to people with your words. It's your choice. What are you going to do? Yeah. And eventually that's going to come, uh, like you're gonna you're gonna continue down the path that you feel uh, you're most accepted in. I think um, as you were, man, I forget what analogy you said. Uh, snowball, snowball effect. Like it starts small and then it continues, continues, continues. Um, I had the the frog and like boiling a frog type thing. Oh yeah. Not that I've ever done that. <laughs> uh, uh, have you? But like you, the way you do it, apparently, like, um, well, I guess the saying is. Uh, putting a, a frog in cold water and then slowly turning up the heat mm-hmm. and eventually it will just stay and be like, Hey, it's like a hot tub. And then it will die because it's so hot. Uh, whereas if you have a boiling pot of water and you throw it in, then it'll jump right out. And, and so that's, I think that's the kind of trap that we get into it. It starts small and it's like, okay, this isn't like, I mean, it could be worse. And then, and then gossip and, and, and bad, uh, bad talk swearing, mm-hmm. uh, it becomes more and more and more. And before you know it, it's, it's like, how did we get here? Like, this isn't how we used to, how we used to operate or or how our friendship was. Um, 
and for where if you you take a step back and you look and it's like, oh man, I never would have have been a part of this friend group that talks like so horribly about each other or about other people, and, and so it, it is something to guard yourself on. Um, it is something to uh, to think about like what do you want to bring to your friend group? Uh, what do you want to bring into your family? What do you want? To, what kind of person do you want to be known as? Um, and that passage that you just that you just read, it's it's wouldn't you be wouldn't you rather be known as someone who who brings um, encouragement, who brings mm-hmm. uh, positive talk, who uh, who who brings what is it as sweet honey? Yes, gracious honeycomb sweetness of the soul. Yeah, words like that yeah. into a conversation into a friend group. Wouldn't you rather be that than than the one who who gets the um, who gets the short term glory for like get, jabbing people and then. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh man, I, I'm losing them. I got yeah. to jab harder now, you know, and that's, right. that's how you get to that boiling point where it's, where you just don't want to go. And so how do you, what do you want to bring to your friendship? Yeah, I think that's good. And I also, I think the root of that is like, don't you want to be trustworthy? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Don't you want people to trust that when they're not around you, you're not speaking badly about them? And that's what we all want from other people and our friends. Yeah. But are we being those people too? Like, because everyone's felt it, you know, you walk out of a room and you're like, I don't know what they're going to say about me. Like, I'm sure everyone's experienced that and that's horrible. So it's like, let's not be those people. Like, let's just be trustworthy. When we give people our word, let's hold it. And when people aren't in the room, like, let's just build them up. Like, I suggested this thing to my roommates. It's kind of stupid, but it's kind of a fun idea. Um, When we were at the gas station together, I was like, let's start this thing called gas each other up. So whenever we're getting gas, we like gas each other, like hype each other up. Spray each other with fuel. It's like Zoolander. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Don't watch that. No, but it's like, I don't know. I was just trying to think of like, how can I intentionally speak life? Because I think that like, I often will think life about people around me. Like I am like, I think the people in my life are awesome, Mm -hmm. but I don't really speak it to them. And I, it's just like, sometimes I just forget to give the words of affirmation that I'm thinking and it's like, why don't I just say it? Like, why don't I just bless people? And it could be as simple as like, hey, I like your outfit. Like, that's not like super deep. Or it could just be like, wow, like the Lord is the, working in you in this way. And I see it and praise the Lord for you. And I don't like you never know how that's going to bless someone. Yeah. And I'll say, too, like, I don't think the Lord's like you have to be perfect <laughs> with anything. Like, obviously, he knows you're not going to be perfect with your words. Um, but something that Mason, our high school director, talks about a lot um, on our Sunday youth groups is about, Um, when you mess up, like apologize and move on. Like you repent of it and then you move forward. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same thing with our words. Like if we mess up, if we gossip, if we don't talk how we should, like own up to what you did wrong and then move forward, like do better. Like we don't need to dwell on the fact that like we're not perfect with our words. And like, I am so far from perfect with my words, a hundred percent so far from perfect. Mm -hmm. But I think the Lord's like, I just want your heart. Like, I just want you to be pursuing holiness in this area. And my Holy spirit is going to come and work and sanctify you. And it's not that you have to be perfect, but like, let's just move towards the right direction on the right path. And so I would say like, be careful what you're putting in, be careful what you're, you're speaking out. And when you mess up, cause you will repent of it, ask for forgiveness and move forward and have accountability too, mm-hmm. which I think is important. Yeah. Yeah, and um, scripture talks about like don't don't look back, don't dwell on on what the past was, but look forward to what God has for you uh, in the future and, and and in the present. Like that's that's scripture what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, and and I think the best way to do that is 
like to pursue living that holy life. And uh, we get that word holy mixed up sometimes. And um, it doesn't mean like, like it kind of has that essence of sinless, right? Yeah. Um, but really it, it's like, just be set apart. Don't, don't be like the world. Be, be different. Be set apart. Act differently. And, and in that, we're, we're trying to act like Christ, holy, mm. uh, sinless. And so, yeah, it, they're, they're close. Um, but as we're called to be holy, we're just called to be set apart. Be different than the rest of the world. And when the rest of the world says, like, hey, I'm going to swear, I'm going to use my words to bring people down, like, we, we're going to be different. We're going to be set apart. We're going to be uh, using our words to bring people up. And, and honestly, then, then we can leave a room and not have to worry about like, oh man, what are they going to say about me? Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're blameless in that. You're like, hey, I, I did what I was supposed to. Whatever they have to say about me, positive or negative, that's on them. Yeah. I did what I was supposed to do according to what God has called me to. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. There was um, some friends and I like a few months ago went to a young adult service at a church. And they're basically talking about the idea of like saying like, I bless you to other people. Um, and it's funny, and we were, like, joking around, like, I bless you as a joke afterwards and whatever, and it's been a running joke. But it's honestly a cool concept of telling people, like, I bless you, like, I honor you, <laughs> like, as a person. Like, I think you're cool and valuable, and I see you in the way the Lord sees you. Um, and I think that's just it, too, like, praying for the Lord, to a- like, asking the Lord to help mm-hmm. you with your words. <laughs> like, I don't think you just can switch all of a sudden to not joking in a crude manner or not gossiping, but asking the Lord to help you see other people how he sees them. Because I, I really think that's the root of it. Like, when we start to see people how God sees them, which is beloved and he cares for them deeply, the desire to be judgmental and talk badly or poorly to them or about them kind of fades because you mm-hmm. realize, wow, like they're a child of God, just like I am. Why would I want to tear them down right. when I could be- build them up? And um, so I think it's like you can ask the Holy Spirit to help you with that. And I believe that's within the Lord's will and that he will help you with that. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then ask God, it's like uh, to to the prayer where Jesus is teaching, it's like your will be done on, on in heaven as it is, or on earth as it is in heaven. That is something that we're told to pray for, to pray for his will to be done uh, here on earth within us ourselves. And, and yeah, like the, the Holy Spirit has the power to, to change you, has the power to sanctify you and make you into a person that, uh, that lifts people up with their words and, and someone who stops uh, tearing them down. Um, as, as, you're, as you're doing this, like, I mean, it may take time, but also don't don't accept like okay well I'll I'll taper off, like let this be the last time, let yeah. it be the last time and say like from here on I'm I'm not going to do that. If you mess up, that's okay. There's there's forgiveness. There's grace. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't don't expect like oh I'm just going to do it less. I'm only to try and swear five times this week. Like no, just say just, I'm just I'm, I'm done. I'm, I want to be done with that. In the name of Jesus, I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. And, and then move on from there. Yeah, absolutely. Well. Those are my thoughts. Those are the thoughts. Do you have any more thoughts on that? Uh, none that are coming to my mind. Okay. Well, your words matter. How you speak to and about people is important. Yes, and do. more than anything, the Lord does hear every single word that you speak. Oh. Which is uh, <laughs> like good thing to think about. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah, you'll be held to account for what you said. Yeah. But, remember, but luckily, Jesus is right there that's what I was saying, say. like, hey, I've covered that. Yeah. 
I was just, Thank I was you, like, Jesus. I thought you were going to leave it at the healthy account. And I was like, okay, we need to add and in the part. That, no, <laughs> we need to add in the part that Jesus' blood washes us white as snow. Yeah, um, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, seriously. Okay, well, that's words. That's, that's all I words. have. <laughs> that's words. Um, we mm-hmm. hope that blesses you, and we hope that yes. you take that and think about it and pray about it because it is important and convicting, and I think that we all could work on how we speak. Mm-hmm. So, Yes. Jordan, bless you. Bless you, Steve. Bless you, all the peoples listening. Facts. All right. See y'all next time. Bye.